Hey friends, welcome to the Taking Your Next Step podcast from Collegians for Christ. Through each episode, we will journey together focusing on becoming better followers of Jesus. If you are eager, like I am, to follow Jesus Christ, then take your next step now by joining us in today's episode. So we've been walking through this idea of faith essentials, building a solid faith foundation, and looking at what are the key core building blocks to our Christian faith. We began with surrender to Jesus Christ, that invitation for you and I to follow him, but also to die to self each and every day. And then we looked at the vertical beam of the cross, that being God's word and prayer. And then we looked at the horizontal beam as we tried to illustrate it, and that being uh, evangelism and also fellowship and how important each of these core building blocks is. Now we would finalize it or finish it. And if you can imagine the cross uh, there with the center of it being surrendered to Christ up and down, you've got God's word and prayer. And then on the horizontal beam, you have fellowship and evangelism. And then you would circle the entire cross with this word or this word repeated, obedience. Obedience really sums up everything uh, that uh, the, the building blocks that we have as essentially is how we will react in each of these building blocks. As Jesus said, it's one thing to hear his word, but it's another thing to hear it and do it. And that's who he likened unto a wise person. The foolish person hears it. but they don't do anything with it. They're not obedient to the teachings of Jesus Christ. And so the the wise man builds his house upon a rock. Why? Because he heard the word of Jesus, and he also did exactly what Jesus said. You could think about obedience being the building block that holds all the other blocks together. Imagine that you're trying to build uh, a storage building. You can take the lumber, you can take the two-by-fours, you can put them up, you can lean them all together, and you could put up four walls. But if you don't fasten it together, then it's not going to take something but maybe a little bit of wind, maybe somebody to bump into it, to lean on it. The whole entire thing is just going to collapse, right? Why is that? Because it's not fastened together. You could think of obedience as being the nails or the screws that would hold all those pieces of lumber together. Uh, When they're just leaning up and placed even in the proper uh, place and order, they're, uh, they're shaky. They move all around. But when you begin to nail something together, you begin begin to screw it together, you fasten it together, that's where the strength is. And then that building is immovable. And so you can think of obedience as being the nails, the screws, the fasteners that hold everything everything together. So obedience is an absolutely essential building block. And Jesus illustrates obedience beautifully. It's talked about throughout Scripture. James talks about it. Jesus talks about it. Uh, It's talked about from the beginning all the way through the end, our obedience to God, our obedience to His Word. But Jesus illustrates it, I think, beautifully in John chapter 15 when He talks about He is the true vine. And you and I as believers are the branches. And so we want to look at that and get the illustration, if you will, of obedience for today's episode. And then we'll walk through and we'll look at the promises that are connected with obedience in our next episode. And we'll wrap it all up with some indicators of whether we're being obedient or not. There should be some outward evidences to other people if we're truly doing, obeying uh, the, the teachings of Jesus or we're truly obeying who 
who we say we're following. So John chapter 15, we won't read the entire passage just for the sake of time, but I've always loved this passage. John chapter 13 through 17 may be one of my favorite portions of Scripture because if you put them all together, it is the last night that Jesus spent with his disciples before he would go to the cross. And so this is like the last words, the dying words of a father to a a wife and a child or uh, the last words somebody would leave. And that is what Jesus is doing here. And he's sharing some very important truths and information. And as he talks about himself being the vine here in this passage, he's really talking about obedience here. It says in verse number one, I am the true vine. This is Jesus speaking. And my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me. And I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, and ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall Ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. So here, as we go through this passage, Jesus really begins to share with us this idea of the abiding life. And that has always intrigued me as I've read through this passage of Scripture. What does it mean to abide in Jesus? What is the abiding life, if you will? Well, here he illustrates our obedience to him with this abiding life. He says, look, I am the true vine, and you are the uh, branches. Jesus is what he's the true vine or the true source of life. And without him, we can do nothing. We're we're like branches that uh, will wither. If you notice, maybe you have a tree or shrubs in your yard and, and you prune them or the, the branches fall off when they're detached from the source, whether it be the tree or whether it be the, the shrub or the vine, if you will, if it's, a, if it's a vine growing or a grapevine, when that branch falls off, it no longer is attached to the source of life and it will do what it will wither away. And as you and I are not obedient to the teachings of of Jesus Christ, you and I will begin to wither. We will not have the source of life that we have, and we're attached to him, and we are abiding in him, and we are uh, following and doing what he's asked us to do. So here Jesus is the true vine. He's the true source of life. We are the branches that are dependent 100% upon the vine for true life. And here God is the farmer or the caretaker of both the vine and the branches. So when we talk about this word abide, what does it mean? When we say we abide, we don't exactly just throw that around in normal conversation. But I think we have an idea of what it means. We say we abide somewhere. That means we live somewhere. The word would mean to remain. It's where you live. It's where you dwell. It's where you reside. You could think about abiding being like this, to be in the same place all the time. That means you're abiding there. You're you're there all the time, that one specific place. Where is the place? The place is Jesus. We are to abide in him. Now, we understand to abide in him, we're learning in our passage here, means to be obedient to him. As we're obedient, we will be abiding in him. As we are disobedient, we will remove ourselves. He doesn't go anywhere, but we 
remove ourselves from abiding in him. And he even talks about this idea that the branch that it does not abide in him will begin to wither. Why? Because it's not attached to the source of life. So how do we abide in Jesus? It's always a, a, a great thought and a great concept, but practically speaking, what does it mean to abide in him? Does it mean we simply follow him? Well, yes, it, it does. To abide in him, does it mean we go to church? Well, yes, that could be part of it, but that's not all of it. To abide in him, does that mean we read his word and we uh, uh, we pray? Well, yeah, that that that's a big part of it, but that's not all of it. Is abiding in him, uh, you know, experiencing a fellowship with other believers and, and going out and sharing the gospel through evangelism? Well, yeah, we're talking about our core building blocks here. Now, yes, it is that, but that's not all it is. You see, obedience is like this overarching block, this umbrella, if you will, over the rest of the blocks, or as we talked about, the fasteners that hold them all together. You see, without obedience, we can't do evangelism. Without obedience, we're not going to pray and read God's word like we should. Without obedience, we're not going to have a, a relationship and a connection with him. So abiding in him simply means being obedient to his teachings. He says, look, abide in me and I in you. What a promise. We're going to get into that in our next episode. It says that the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in me. No more can ye except you abide in me. We can do nothing that truly matters in this world outside of obedience to Jesus, outside of being connected to him, outside of abiding in him. And so abiding in him simply means we're being obedient to his teachings. It means we are following him. You could think about it like this. Since the word abide means to remain, it means we remain united with him in heart, mind, and will. We're united with him that we would have the heart of Jesus on the world around us. It means we're united with him to where we have uh, the mind of Christ in our in our minds and how we would think and how we would operate. It means we would have uh, be united with him in will, as he said, not my will, but my but your will be done, meaning God's will be done, that you and I would be completely sold out, completely surrendered to the will of God. So when we think of about obedience, it is the overarching, very important building block that puts all the other blocks together. It's the nails and the screws that make our Christian life strong. You see, without obedience, we become branches that are just breaking off and falling, falling off, and they don't have the source of life. But as you and I obey the teachings of Jesus, how do I do that? You just do what Jesus says to do. We don't make excuses. We don't point the finger at other people. Remember, that happened in the garden. Well, God, the man that you gave me, the woman that you gave me with well, a serpent, blah, blah, blah. All the excuses, finger pointing, no. We accept responsibility for our own actions, for who we are, and we follow the teachings of Jesus. And when we mess up, because we're not perfect, we will mess up. Guess what? If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to cleanse us of our sins and to cleanse us from all, forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Think about that. And so we can abide in Jesus. So I have to ask you as we finish out on this episode, how is your life abiding in Jesus? Do you feel attached to the source of the true vine? Do you feel maybe you're a little bit detached? What is it that you need to confess? What is it that you need to take care of? Because abiding in him and being obedient is just following Jesus and doing what he says to do. And so as we jump into our next episode, we'll look at some beautiful promises that are 
connected with our obedience. You know, it's not that we just obey and that's it. No, there's some beautiful promises that are connected with obedience. At the same time, there are some problems major problems that are connected with our disobedience. So join with us on that episode. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast has been helpful to you, please share it with a friend or subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.